What's good, everybody, and welcome to the 50th episode of the South Boys Podcast. As always, it's your boys. This is Angelo, and we got Tristan. Hey, what's good, everybody? You know the drill. You can like us on Facebook, the South Boys Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at South Boys Pod, and on Instagram, South Boys Podcast. Or if you're old school, you can also email us your inquiries, questions, shoutouts to our email address, southboys.podcast at gmail.com. So Tristan, this is a very, very special episode, not only because it's our golden episode, it's our 50th, but also we have arguably the most iconic guest we've ever had on the That's pod. True. That's true. Uh, to be honest, di ako makatulog kagabi kasi <laughs> I was so excited for this episode. And yeah, he really needs no introduction. Boses pa lang kilala niyo na sino to. And if we go over his resume, we'll need the whole episode for that. So yeah. without further ado, ladies and gents, please welcome to the South Boys Podcast, the legendary Miko Halili. Woo! <laughs> Please, uh, please refrain from calling me legendary. It makes it sound like I'm like 70 years old. So, uh, uh, Tristan and Angelo, thank you, South Boys Podcast, for the invitation. I guess, siguro, you went through maybe 20 uh, invitations from you know with other people before before yeah. sa akin. Actually, actually, oh, first okay. on our list, LeBron James, <laughs> second. Miko so, Halina. Yeah. Okay I'm sure inuna niyo mga 20 na bigger, you know, much bigger names. Uh, but uh, uh, thank you for the invitation. Uh, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, talk to you guys about uh, sports. Yeah, um, Tito Miko, we're beyond great, grateful that um, you're doing this. We know you're a busy man. So to start off, this is not a basketball or media-related <laughs> question. Um, this is more on life advice. Because <laughs> Tito Miko, I like to consider myself a very respectful person. Wait, wait. And I'm, not... lang. I'm respectful And si Tristan then. Yeah, kami, South Boys. <laughs> and we're at the age, kami Tristan siguro, or at the point in our lives, lives that we're not sure if we should still say po or opo to um, people who are older than us na hindi naman pa senior citizen age. Eh. Yeah. Um, parang we're at the awkward stage. So out of respect, Tito Miko, since you're the quote-unquote Tito of the of Philippine <laughs> basketball, diba? uh, do you prefer if we use or drop the po or opo throughout our conversation and um, if you don't mind us asking, um, what is the acceptable age difference ba? <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, para gamitin yung po at oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Wow, okay. That's a, that's an inter- I've never been asked that question before. So that's a first. Uh, I, I'm going to refer to what my mentor, Seb Sarmenta, uh, taught us. Uh, na when you are on cam, when you are uh, hosting, anchoring, courtside, if you're on cam, uh, you refrain from the po and the opo. Okay. Uh, you don't even say mm. you don't even say Sir Seb, Sir Miko. You just say the name because it makes for a much cleaner uh, uh, broadcast. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I guess th- that rule applies here. <laughs> Please don't okay. You're gonna make, you're, again. You're gonna make it sound like I'm 70 years old. Uh, but but off cam off cam uh, my rule there support opo is respect has little less to do with age as it is about wanting to give respect so if you mm-hmm. want to say po and opo to someone younger than you 
just out of oh. uh, being respectful then yeah. that's uh, that's that's fine like uh, uh, for i mean i think like like uh, best example would be people in positions positions of authority let's say mga manong guard diba manong security mm-hmm. guard or you know people who are you know, like supervisors of a certain place pag you know when they talk to you so kahit ako kahit alam ko mas bata mm-hmm. magpo-photo po ako just because <laughs> eh pwede akong palabasin yeah, hindi ko pwede <laughs> <laughs> but just just out of respect lang so pag tinanong ay saan po kayo uh, ay sa ano lang po so like you're entering a village subdivision yeah. diba saan po kayo and then i'll just say uh, sa ano po kay ano po ganyan kay Latristan po ayan so even if uh, even if i know that the the guard or you know the manang is you know, much younger I'll still use po and opo. Just it's just easier to make it to make it a habit to be yeah. uh, respectful. So I hope I was able to answer. That's a very interesting first question. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, this introduction I mean, like we were talking about it. Like, uh, do we say po and opo? I mean, it's not that old anyway. <laughs> just, I just want to be respectful, but at uh, the same yeah. time, I want to be professional in a way. So, yeah. yeah. That's really good life advice, Tito Miko. Uh, Siyempre, yun yung gagamitin namin. And we'll refrain from calling the manong guards mga boss. <laughs> okay rin naman, okay rin naman yun. Pero uh, maganda rin yung ano yung Mas, uh, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. To our, you know, podcast um, outline um, proper. <laughs> um, over the past year kasi, Tito Miko, I have to say that I spent more time watching videos on YouTube than I normally did before, obviously, because of the quarantine. Um, and one of the videos that I was really interested in, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but um, I was really interested in GQ Magazine's um, Iconic Characters series. So one of the videos that I watched was um, Al Pacino himself sitting down, breaking down his iconic characters from his greatest movies like Michael Corleone on Godfather, Tony Montana on Scarface. So in a similar way, um, I guess this is just um segue to our first question. Um, we want to ask you, like, can you take us through your journey in sports media? And um, I guess we can start maybe at the moment you realize that you wanted to be a broadcaster or be in the sports media industry, Tito Miko? Uh, yeah. I mean, when I, uh, when I look back, uh, being a broadcaster was never part of the plan. I never had any sort of dreams of becoming a, a sportscaster, much less work in sports. That was not part of the plan. I was a sports fan. I grew up as a sports fan. Uh, but uh, being or building a career in sports media was not part of the plan. Never even dreamed of it. I, I never thought it was a thing. So, so I mean, yeah, I, w- I would watch the NBA. I would watch the PBA. I knew people who were working. Uh, they were, you know, commentating, but never. it never occurred to me that it could be my uh, career. So I guess mm, to your question, when did I realize that I, that I could be a broadcaster? I guess I was already working. I was already working as a, as a sports reporter. Uh, that was my first job. Uh, that was for uh, ANC. Uh, oh. So I, I started my career with, with ABS-CBN, with ANC. 
and I was a sports reporter and, and you know I they would send me out I would cover events I would cover games PBA UAAP and then um uh while while I was doing that uh I was lucky because they would entrust me to do like you know to to uh, file reports so I would you know I would do voice reports or VO reports uh, as okay. we would call them and so I was already in a sense broadcasting because mm-hmm. that's my voice and that's my face I would do like stand up <laughs> but but even then um the thought I I thought I at that time I thought I, that was my dream job already dream job na kasi sports fan ako I, I grew up watching the all the leagues and to have a job uh, to go to games and get paid for it okay na I was like oh I'm set oh, okay na ako happy na ako Uh, and so wala pa rin, hindi pa rin pumapasok sa isip ko that uh, why why do I want to be like a play-by-play guy or do I want to do what Seb Sarmenta was doing? Didn't ano talaga. It wasn't like uh, like like ano eh, like I didn't think na it was possible for me uh, so much so that I didn't even want it. Kasi parang feeling ko, I mean, who's gonna wala eh, parang wala talaga. It wasn't even like a a wild dream until Uh, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember what the NBA was. No? Oh yeah, uh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the NBA, the NBA was launched by ABS-CBN in 1998, and in 1997 they were looking for people. And I didn't know, I didn't realize that I was part of their list because, mabuti na lang, I was lucky na yung ANC was part of the, the ABS-CBN, you know, like network. Yeah. And so every every sports person. That was part of that network. That was part of the ABS-CBN group of companies. Oh, kinoan nila to uh, to to cover, and and I was very 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 fortunate uh, to be one of those uh, uh, people. And yun, and that's that's where it started. And I was so shocked when they they asked me to join and to audition. And so I auditioned as a courtside reporter, so from sports reporter to courtside reporter. And then I did that for a year. And then after a year, they promoted me again <clears throat> I don't know I don't know why they had so much trust in me <laughs> you know some some dude na parang wala like, enjoy lang ako like being in basketball games but they I don't know why I don't know how but they trusted they trusted me enough to, to promote me to sports play by play by the next year which was 1999 so doon na nag-start so when I became a commentator no 99 It was all like a, <clears throat> parang surreal, like a like a blur. Because parang I can't believe this is, I can't believe this is happening. So, '99 was already covering professional uh, basketball. Um, although at that at that point, uh, I had still zero idea that I would eventually cover other leagues. All my, basa ako lang parang dream job. You're I'm traveling all over the Philippines covering basketball for the NBA. It can't get any better than this. And then 2000, ABS-CBN got UAAP. So remember, I grew up as a UAAP fan. Um, oh really? Um, yeah. Do you remember your first game you ever watched in the UAAP and who was playing? Yeah, first ever UAAP game I watched. Okay, so dalawayon. The first ever UAAP game I watched live, as in you know physically yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. in the gym. It was Ateneo Ateneo Lasal Zobel UAAP Juniors. As in the Blue Eagle gym, uh, I was supposed to be in a study group for uh, <laughs> for, 
for final exams. And then narinig namin, uy, may drums. May drums. <laughs> so, buti na lang, yung kaklasiko, die hard din. And uh, uh, sobrang die hard yung kaklasiko na he's a season ticket holder now uh, for Ateneo. So, uh, so I, you know, I give him like a ton of credit no, for for really uh, uh, turning me into a UAP fan. So we ditched the study group and then... As you should. Pumasok kami Blue Eagle Gym. Nanood kami ng Ateneo Lasal, UAP Junior. So that was the first time na nakanood ako ng UAP live in person. And then the first UAP game I watched on TV was the 1986 championship game, UP versus UE. That's the UP championship with Benji Paras, Ronnie Magsano, Eric Altamirano. And then Jericho Dinero on the on the UE side. So yeah, yun yung ano. So I ano um so I did I did MBA from '98 to 2001. By 2000, ABS got UAP, and again um, was never part of any of my wildest plans that I would cover UAP games. That I would get to cover Ateneo Lasal. That's uh, wild. <laughs> I could not have predicted that. So that's 2000. And then I did UAP for two years, 2002, uh, three years, 2002 to 2002. After which, um, Seb Sarmenta, my mentor, uh, told me that it's time. You're, you should go to the mm-hmm. PBA. The big leagues. PBA, what? I grew up watching PBA. Huh? And my idol, <clears throat> well, my my favorite all-time favorite commentator was Joe Cantada, and he's the voice. Oh, uh, was the voice so of the PBA. Smoking, smoking Joe, Joe, right? Yeah, Smoking uh, Joe. So, um, so 2003, uh, 2003, I left uh, ABS-CBN, and I started my PBA uh, broadcasting career and stayed there for uh, 13, 13 years. Wow. Uh, and, you know, did the whole thing, like... Uh, you Probably know, seen everything, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't. I, I have no words to kind of describe what it was like being at the PBA for 13 years, and then after 13 years, uh, I joined CNN um, for four years. I did Sports Desk for four years, and then I returned to the UAP. I actually mm. returned to the UAP after like full circle, mm. 13 years, and so. Um, so while I was doing CNN, I was also doing the UAP, and then uh, in 2018, um, uh, ABS-CBN uh, had the position open, and they asked me if I was interested uh, to be the head of head of their digital, uh, head of digital sports, uh, and at the same time do you know all the stuff UAP, the score, uh, and so 2018 I I came home. I came back home to ABS-CBN where it all started, and stayed there. And uh, you know, and uh, you know that that the those two years were really challenging, really interesting. Uh, uh, allowed me to uh, take on brand new challenges, which is quite a blessing, given you know, give, given the, the years I've been in this industry. And then, as you know, uh, the ABS-CBN shutdown forced. Um, forced the company to shut down the sports division. And then, and so now, uh, again, very, very fortunate uh, to be given an opportunity to join Signal. And so I'm now with uh, with Signal uh, as part of their content and channels team. And uh, well, Signal got the UAP. 
So I guess uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, very, very lucky that, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm still part of, uh, of, of, of the UAP. So I guess that's your quick summary of uh, my career. Uh, what a wonderful journey, Tito Miko. <laughs> Actually, out of curiosity, because um, one of our you know, criterias, me and Tristan, while we were you know, um, thinking of guests to invite on our 50th episode, um, in ano, pinitch kita, Miko Halili, ito talaga, number one. Tapos sabi niya, Pre, um, okay lang ba ateni- an- atenista siya eh? Uy, umayos ka, wala akong sinasabi. Hindi ko alam. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'll, I'll no, no, no. I actually, I actually asked Aljun. Yeah. Sabi ko, bro, sabi ko, uh, di ba mga lasal tong South Boys? Alam ba nilang atenista ako? Ba't nila ako iniinta? <laughs> out of curiosity, uh, Tito Miko, out of curiosity, um, when you were in college, may mga, were you choosing schools? Were there options? Or talagang Ateneo gusto mo? Um, I, I believe you, your course was, you graduated um, AB Coms. Um, Comarts. If we, yeah. Comarts, if Wikipedia is correct. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Oh, why, at least ako why, yung information ko galing sa Major Pain Podcast. Episode 2, right? Ah, oh, Eric <laughs> Meng. Uh, Eric oh. Meng. Uh, tapos nasabihin mo ako yung pa yung nagtatanong at least, oh, bro, get your facts straight, man. Pero legit, uh, it was so funny to us that the first thing you messaged was, okay lang ba at least? <laughs> <laughs> um, for the record, for the record, Tristan and Angelo, I uh, I I took the entrance test both Ateneo and Lasal, uh, okay. and then uh, luck- uh, luckily I got accepted in both. Uh, in Ateneo, uh, so the course that was offered to me was AB Com Communication Arts, mm-hmm. uh, and then in Lasal, um, he. I wasn't good enough to get into Lia So I think com, com arts din ata. Yun din may tawag sa Lasal, communication arts din ba? Uh, I think so. I forgot, I, I forgot. Yeah, anyway, so I so I, I was like accepted uh, in both. But mm. um, two factors. Number one, uh, uh, well, I came from Ateneo High School. So syempre, oh. uh, they're, they're, syempre, my friends were going to Ateneo for college. And then the second factor was uh, malayo yung lasal sa bahay ko eh. Kasi ako eh. eh. ano lang ako eh, 20 minutes away from Ateneo lang eh. So Makes sense, makes sense. So yeah, so yeah, so that made it uh, made it uh, easy easy uh, uh, for me. The original school I actually wanted to go to was UP. I wanted to go to UP. I wanted to take fine arts. Uh, I wanted to be like a graphic artist for an ad agency ganyan but Life has a funny way. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you paint that painting on your back, Tito Miko? No, I'm not that good. <laughs> no, I'm not that talented. So yeah. So yeah. To answer your question, uh, I did consider going to Lasal, uh, but um, oh, mm. what could have been? Uh, I think Ateneo was uh, on my friends. My barcada was going was there. Just... Then, it was meant uh, to be. Yeah. <laughs> I understood. Understandable reason naman. Yeah, before we go to Tristan's question, one last for me in your journey. Um, so the team can write the last sentence of the first chapter. Um, the ubi on the halo-halo. And yes, sir. So where did your catchphrases <laughs> come from, Tito Miko? Did you sit down and think about these for hours or naturally... It came to you. 
these are, ano, I, I think you call these ano, musings, uh, you know, things that pop in your head. Uh, some, some, of it, uh, some of it can pop in your head while you're covering a game. Uh, most of it, you know, while you're, whatever, taking a shower or you're driving. <laughs> and then parang a thought just pops in your head. Oi, pwede yun ah. Maybe I, can, maybe I can say that. And, and then you try it. Mm. Uh, so yeah, yung mga, yeah, ubi on the halo-halo is just like... Uh, it's <laughs> while you were <laughs> eating. <laughs> it's sort of like a derivative to icing on the cake. Uh, yeah. I'm not, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a very I'm very averse to cliche. Like I as much as possible, I try not to use any cliches uh, during a broadcast. Um, just so you know, becomes like a challenge to be original, a challenge to be creative. Um, and so yeah, so I, those things just pop in my pop in the hip, pop in my head, and then I try it. And if it doesn't work, I'll never use it again. <laughs> I'll pretend that I'll pretend that I never said it, and it has happened a I've, lot. I'd love to hear Tito Mito. Yeah, you know what? I was, oh, I was, it oh, did not uh, work. Go back into oh, like, uh, you game. know, siempre, because I, relatively, I started as a sportscaster kind of younger. Younger than most of my contemporaries. Um, so I, I think I started, at the time, I was, how old was I? I think I was like 24, I think. Maybe 25, 26. Which at the time, for a newcomer at the time, I was young. Because at the time, ang, ang established noon were Sev, Ed Pixon, uh, uh, you know, Butch Maniego, I mean, the, the legend. So parang, I was very, very young. And so as a youngster, you will do inevitably stupid things and you will say stupid <laughs> things. And that's part of it. You will never learn. You won't learn unless you try it. So you okay. have to, you cannot be afraid to make mistakes. And I made a lot of them. I continue to make mistakes uh, even to this day. Uh, and that includes, yeah, like uh, when I was younger, Shepre, you know, wasn't as confident. And so I would like, I would write down lines, like maybe I'll try this. Ganyan. And, every, and then when I would watch the game after, parang, oh, cringe. And then I decided I'd never, I'll never write anything. I, w- I don't want to memorize anything. It's just, it should be, As spontaneous as possible. Yeah. Okay lang yung like certain phrases you can like try it. But hindi yung parang you know like word for word like nakabaon, a, yeah. two yeah. sentences nakabaon ganyan. I mean yeah so when I watch it parang hmm didn't sound natural at all. So yeah pag pinapapari ko yung mga classic games siguro para ugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so marami marami. Yeah. Sorry Tito pero okay lang ba marinig namin yung the worst one you've ever done? If you remember, it's like once you hear it, you just cringe. Uh, well, uh, the worst ones, siguro, medyo kinalimutan ko na kasi ayoko na paalala. But, like, Pesto example, naman, pinapaalala. Sorry, no, no, sorry. no, no, no. Like, like, like uh, um, for example, I think um, um, monikers. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure you know you you might ask me this nicknames. later in the episode. Yeah, yeah. player nicknames, ganyan. and you know some of those nicknames work. A lot of them do not. And I've <laughs> I've, I've tried to give monikers to players, and you know if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And so like uh, I, like I mentioned Aljun Melesho. I actually tried to give Aljun a nickname. Oh really? I did. And see, no one remembers. I'm glad no one remembered. <laughs> I tried it for two games. Uh, I tried to call him the Green Hornet. 
Kasi I think at that time, gusto <laughs> yung movie or something. Uh, pero ano rin, dated kasi because Green Hornet was more of my generation, lumang TV show. <laughs> Anyhow, so I tried it because, diba, malit si Aljun, Hornet, diba, yeah. can stink, ganyan. So I thought, hey, maybe it could work. I tried it for two games and then I stopped because it just <laughs> was not working at all. So, wala. Maraming ganon. Maraming ganon. Um, KG Canaleta, I don't know if you remember KG Canaleta. Like, he used Wait, to wait-wait. dunk a lot. Yeah. He used to, like, win slam dunk contests in the PBA. So I tried to give him a nickname uh, and I thought, wait, pwede to kasi... See, Canaleta was like very artistic with his dunk. So I called him the Da Vinci of dunk. I've, <laughs> I've heard this. I've heard oh, no, this that before. Didn't yeah, was... that didn't work. I tried it for like three months. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Ano lang, parang, I, think, I think there has to be that willingness to kind of look stupid. Um, and mm. then you decide, na, okay, is it working or not? It's not working, you stop. And then, you know, move on to the next thing. So, takes i know it's this job that we do it's very humbling kasi ano eh parang you are vulnerable to everyone who watches you you can't please everyone and so you have to be willing to make mistakes and you know willing to be made fun of and willing to learn from those mistakes i mean to be honest the best um commentators are the ones who have the most fun honestly i think that's the best thing about it like they know the game everybody who's watching the game probably knows a thing or two, but the people who enjoy it the most, then they can talk about it the most, I think. So if you're just out there trying to be all technical and not try, try, not try, not trying to have fun, then it's not going to be fun. It's just not going to be as, you know, your environment is not as good. So I think that's what Tito Miko does the best. years Richard Del Rosario. It's just, it's, The best years I remember, um, I would be watching games live. Uh, actually, dinala namin si Angelo and our best friend Joe now dot so PBA PBA game, and I would tell them, "Oh, this is where they do the pregame routine. Um, they'd set up near, I think that was a Taco Bell, and they they'd sit there and then we video And I'm always looking, I'm always looking forward to the things that Tito Miko and Richard De Rosario would say because it seems like they'd have the most fun out there. You know, it's just fun to have a conversation and listen to these two. Then I think that's the best kind of commentators. I think it's the best. So honestly, making mistakes, I think it's just part of it. It's part of life anyway. So Yeah, yeah I think sports is supposed to be fun. I don't think anyone watches a basketball game unless you're like a head coach or you're there to scout or <laughs> yeah. you're there in an official capacity. But I think 99% of the time, the reason why you watch sports is you want to enjoy. You're ha- you hang out with your family, your friends, your, you know, whoever, your girlfriend, ganyan. And you want to, for two hours, you just want to enjoy watching, uh, you know, a, a nice game. That's why I am, right? So whether it's close, tambakan, you want to laugh, you want to get excited, you want to, you know, jump from your seat, you want to see slam dunks. And, and I think... Uh, And it's not something that, that Richard or and I or Jason Webb and I uh, talked about. It's just that how we were off cam, how we were, um, you know, while waiting for games, or that's how we that's we felt that you know what, let's be us, and yeah. we would laugh a lot. Like <laughs> when we would wait for games, kuhontuhan, chismisan, talk about basketball, and sometimes it's not about basketball, and we just realized that. 
why why don't we share this joy this happiness that we have uh with you know with with our jobs and with uh, with sports and uh and that's what we did and ano lang yon uh, and you're right uh ako i i never want to be technical i if i attempted to be technical before when i was younger i definitely did not continue doing that because there were <laughs> there are more qualified people to do that to this day I don't like being technical during a game because that's what my partner is for and that's why my partner is fully qualified to analyze. I am not qualified to analyze at all. That's why I'm mm-hmm. never comfortable being called like a basketball expert. I'm, I'm just I'm just having fun. I'm just I'm just telling <laughs> stories. I'm just you know saying tito jokes throughout the game. So I'm, not a, I'm not an expert. Uh, I just want to enjoy. So like when this podcast that we have, we're just Having fun talking about sports, and that's how it should be. Yeah. So um, actually, this uh, is a segue to our next question. No, but uh, all of our players, all of our, siguro staff, meron silang pregame routine. And of course, Tito Miko, we want to know what's your pregame routine right before a game. Kung meron man, do you throw chalk like LeBron or you know? Pero pang mabuhulong mo sa stanchion like KG, de ba? I mean, we want to know, de ba? Uh, wala akong ano. I actually do not have like any sort of uh, strict superstition or a strict routine. Um, I just always want to be early. I don't like being stressed. Eh. Pag late ka kasi you get stressed out and wala na eh. Parang wala, wala ka na sa eyes the whole game. So especially before UAP, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, kasi kayo parang medyo sanay na kayo. Mowa, dami parking, ganyan. But Man, back then, 2000s, <laughs> early 2000s, for a 4 o'clock Ateneo LaSalle game, you had to be in Araneta by 12 to park. Otherwise, you take MRT. Kasi yeah. kung darating ka ng 3 o'clock, wala nang parking. Forget it. Wala pa, kasi wala pa yung multi-level parking nun. Eh. Oh, yeah. Maswerte kayo, kayo, parking is not a problem. Before, you had to eat lunch there to, ano, to have a parking <laughs> spot for a 4 o'clock game. So, I wanted to be early and then siguro ano parang maybe one thing I would do pag big lalo na pag big game um, so like uh, if Finoy Araneta diba the south gate the tunnel where the players come out so that's also where we go pag big game I normally before ano before going to the prod room I normally go to the court I mean just dun sa may stanchion lang mm-hmm. uh, where the players exit just to see the crowd hello na if ayan Ateneo Lasal puno yan just to see the crowd just to Feel it. Yeah. Uh, feel it. Yeah, feel it. Just to have that feeling, okay, it's a big game, it's a big game. And then, you know, papasok na ng, papasok na ng prod room. In the prod room, I try to be as relaxed as possible. Uh, I'm not like parang, alam mo yung parang, in the zone. Like us. Walang, walang like us ko before this episode. No, no, no. no, no, no. I, I, I prefer to be very loose, very, very relaxed. Um, and, and actually try to have like, really nice conversations with the people I'm going to work with. So the more laughter, the better. Because you come in and, you know, you're loose and you're going to have, you're going to have fun. The serious part, you, I do that like days before mm. the game. You know, like the watching tape, well, well tape, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But that's how we used to do it. Do, do uh-huh. you know, watch, watch old games, do your, do your homework, uh, do your research. Um, do all the like review all the storylines review all the articles so you do the serious puyatan work before 
But then when you get to the game, so you're prepared. Ready you have, na. Mm. You have your notes and try to be as relaxed as, as uh, possible. Wala naman akong like particular like, pre-game meal or... Although or I actually try, I try not to be too full. Um, <laughs> kasi pag masyado kong busog, parang you're... Mahihirap. <laughs> mahirap mag-isip eh. And you have to be quick. So... Tama lang. Like, just enough food uh, para lang hindi gutumin during the game. But other than that, ano naman, wala naman like strict mm. pre-game rituals. No, I actually uh, follow up question lang. I've always wanted to know what the notes had. Like, you would see <laughs> like Tito Miko and sila Richard Delisari, they would have papers, like, papers in front of them. I, I don't know. Oh, that's, uh, that's basically our, our, our script. Oh, so okay. that's the pregame script. So nakalagay doon, number one, uh, welcome welcome fans mm-hmm. and team standings and then whatever. Kunyari, playoff picture and then nandun yung oh, graphics. Okay. Parang ano, para, para you can like silip ng konti. And then nandun yung players sa pag-uusapan during the pregame. So kunyari, you're, you're gonna talk about uh, you know, Jeron Teng or, or Thirdy Ravenna or Kiefer ganyan. and then it's all there. Oh. So that's why you'll see us flipping it, and so it's just a it's it's a guide. It's like a, it's like a major yeah. outline or something. You know? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. Finally. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Tito Miko. Let's say in the future, um, you have grandchildren. I'm curious, what game or games did you call? You will definitely, definitely, you oh know, tell your apost about like. What is or are the unforgettable games that you called, you know, na ikakwento mo sa mga apo mo? Uh... Wow, oh, that's a great question. Uh, hmm. I guess, um, hmm. Ako feeling ko panalo yung Ateneo sa mga games of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, nagkataon lang. Nagkataon lang. <laughs> No, actually, you know what? The first UAP championship the, uh, uh, series that I covered, Lasal won the championship. That was 2000. Lasal beat mm. FEU. So that was my first ever UAP finals as a commentator. So you know that's always going to be special. Siguro, yeah, I think I think yung uh, 2000 because uh, that was my first 2002. Because um, uh, well, that's special for me. Dahil not because Ateneo won, uh, but more so because um, you have to you have to understand. I mean, uh, I didn't really care who won, but it's special for me that all my friends who grew up cheering for Ateneo that they finally, finally naka witness sila ng Ateneo UAP championship. Mm-hmm. That's like 14 years in the making. So. Um, so that was special because a lot of people close to me were happy because of that. And then I got to cover it pa. Mm-hmm. I got to cover game one and game three. Uh, so yun lang yun. I mean, not because like, you know, parang I was cheering as an Atenean. It was more like, it was more like parang a lot of people that were special to me, that moment was special for them. And a lot of people I grew up with, my classmates, my barkada. And so, so yeah, that's, that's one. Um, in the PBA, I guess... Um, I never thought that I could could cover Hinebra Hinebra championships because I grew up watching Hinebra games. I grew up idolizing um, Senator Robert Jaworski, 
And so to cover Hinebra Championships, that's special on, on a very personal level. Uh, not that I was cheering for them, but just because <laughs> it, it, it connects me to my childhood. Uh, and then, um, hmm. wow. Eh, gusto ko ito. Napaisip natin si Didong Igo, pare. Yeah, napaisip ako. Eh. <laughs> It's hard to choose. I guess I have to choose an NBA game because that was also a first. That's the, uh, I guess, my mm. first. I still remember the first time I anchored an NBA game. That was in 1999. And I, I think I still have the tape of that. Maybe I'll show that because that was the very first. And you can really hear yung kabako sa boss. Super nervous. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yon. Uh, that's probably it. I mean, yeah. Um, well, going back na tito Miguel, you said na you can't be biased in when covering games, of course. Pero how hard is it to stay unbiased while watching an Ateneo Lasalle game? I mean, mm. you, are you tempted? <laughs> no, you know what? It, it only becomes hard. If you're, if you're, if you still want to cheer for your school, my my attitude, and again, I learned this from my mentor uh, Seb Sarmenta, is that when you are covering a game, your commitment, okay, your commitment, being being professional, mm-hmm. your commitment is not to your school, not to your classmates, not to your fellow alumni, uh, but to the audience, and your audience is composed of everybody. Mm-hmm. So if it's an Ateneo Lasalle game, your audience is not just Ateneo but also Lasalle and the other schools interested in that game. And so you are serving a an audience that is made up of a lot of people and so it didn't it does not make sense to just sort of cover Root the game for, for one, team, one yeah. for one particular group. Unlike let's say kunyari sa NBA If you're, uh, di ba, meron yung home in a way and then you're the regional mm, community. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're the local crew of of the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Your audience, taga Houston lang, then fine, go be a homer, di ba, homer yeah. tawag doon. So, so that's kind of, no? kasi yung kalaban na team, may sarili din local commentators yun. Mm-hmm. But in the UAP, there's no such thing. <laughs> so you're you're actually serving everybody. So it does not make sense to be biased or to... You know, like just be happy if one school is winning. That doesn't make sense. And, and so, you know, going back to that, uh, so 2000, 2001, 2002, and um, I fortunately, fortunately, they 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 gave me Ateneo Lasalle games as assignments. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, I was nervous because, of course, I just grew. I grew up watching Ateneo Lasalle games, mm-hmm. and I grew up cheering for Ateneo, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and 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 hating. Hating a lot of the Lasal players that are my very very close friends now, so so I mean so it was it hard? Yeah, it was hard. But then you just have to remind yourself you're a pro, and you're there to do yeah. a job. You're not being paid to cover it just for the Ateneans. You're being paid to cover it for everyone. And so, and 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 you know what? I had friends from I, obviously Maraming friends from Atene, but I also had a lot of friends from Lasal. So. I had so much respect for them that I had to be professional and I had to cover the game as, you know, as equally as possible. Of course, every can't please everyone. I, I, I know that there are people who, who, you know, like to this day believe that <laughs> because I'm from Ateneo that I will be biased for Ateneo and I can't do anything about it. You know, I, I can't change their minds. I, the best I can do is 
every time I cover, uh, I, I, I give the best professional performance uh, uh, I can give. And, and, you know, funny story. So when I was covering those Ateneo LaSalle games in the early 2000s, uh, my, my classmates were actually upset with me. My Ateneo friends were oh, really? upset with me. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because they said that, how come I, I was not giving cool nicknames to the Ateneo players? All the cool <laughs> nicknames I gave to the LaSalle players. <laughs> so cool cat, the ninja, cool cat. Mm. Captain yeah. So so they're like, ano pare, ano ba naman? Pigyan mo naman ng nickname mga <laughs> ka pa naman. But to me, kasi that was that's not the sad issue. To me, eh, the moniker popped up, popped in my head, and mm. kind of works and eh, bagay talaga yun. Those <laughs> sila Microtes and sila Josephio and Macardona were super exciting players. So parang in that sense. My being Atenean is irrelevant. I mean, to me, I'm there to do a job and to make the game mm-hmm. as entertaining as possible to everyone watching the game. Uh, yeah, what what a pro, Ito Miko. Yeah. Ah, Tristan, go ahead. Anil. Sorry, uh, I was going back lang, Tito. Like you said, um, you covered games uh, back in 2000, early 2000s. What's the biggest difference between the rivalry then and the rivalry now? I mean, is there a big difference hindi na sila masyado nag-away well, you know I'll let you explain para mas Yeah I uh, think uh, to to add to Tristan's question Tito Miko um kasi you know the players today they're more friendly towards each other um they're more friendly towards the fans and you mentioned players like you know Mike Cortez, Mac Cardona and just watching you know videos from back in the day masasabi ko parang iba talaga yung ano eh, rivalry back yung then. Yung mga naalala ko kasing Ateneo Lasal, yung nagsusuntukan sa charity game, yung mga gano'n eh, kaya hindi na ako sanay eh. So, uh, I think ano, I think the friendliness now, uh, it's, I think it's also a product of, you know, parang a sort of like a smaller world because of social media, because mm-hmm. players are following each other and they, you know, they, they go to the same social events. Um, and I, you know, and I do not fault these players for being friendly with each other. You know why? Because pagdating ng game, they are competitive, even if they're friends. Sometimes more so if they are friends, they become even more competitive. So I don't, I don't subscribe to the idea that games are less competitive because players are 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 friendlier. I mean, if if uh, if if Thirdy uh, Ravenna has a chance to dunk on a friend. He will dunk on that friend ten <laughs> times, you know. And, and being friends has nothing to nothing to do with it. I mean, so yeah. I mean, Siguro, that's maybe that's one difference. Players are more sociable now, and they, you know, you know, you know, parang they comment on each other's posts on uh-huh. IG, um, and that definitely would not have happened in you know in in two thousand two. Like if Wesley Gonzalez had social media. I just, <laughs> would not comment on each other's posts back then i don't know um uh pero yeah i mean yung rivalry kasi i think a lot of it also has to do with the uh with the championship chances of the teams so unfortunately well ateneo has been so dominant that um yeah yung ateneo lasal game has kind of lost some of that intensity I don't know, and I guess you guys have noticed that as well. But that has happened before. It's part of sort of like the cyclical nature of the rivalry. Uh, look, mm-hmm. 
when I was in college, uh, and those were the dark days of Ateneo basketball, hindi namin mapuno ang ano. We could not fill up Araneta, which is unthinkable. Not even like, not even three-fourths full, if you can believe that. Because Ateneo, yung Ateneo noon was mahina. We were not a Final Four team. We were lucky to end in fifth place. Maswe- ma- happy na kami kung close game. Basta hindi tambakan, happy na kami. <laughs> Talagang puro diehard lang nanonood. So, it's cyclical. I mean, Ateneo Lasal, it's not as if, like, for the last, you know, or since, sorry, <laughs> poor in math, but <laughs> since 1939, that all games are, like, SRO sold out. No, it's not true. There are years, sometimes decades, na talagang, I don't know, by virtue of imbalance or masyadong malakas yung isang team, then bababa yung interest. And you have, you have a lot of casual fans who will not attend games. Why? Eh kasi baka tambahan lang. And, I, and you don't blame them. Mm-hmm. And so I think there, we, are, we are at that cyclical stage that the Ateneo La Salle rivalry is not as intense as it was during, let's say, yun nga, uh, you need both teams to be championship contenders. Then you that's have true. that intensity. Yeah, that's true. So I can, I can guarantee if, if, if Manong Derek Pomarin can convert Lasal into a championship contender, I'm, I'm pretty sure he will, you will have that full Moa Arena, Araneta crowd. As in yung talagang punong-puno hanggang taas. Uh-huh. It's really just a matter of, ano, of, uh, of competitive uh, uh, balance. Because the diehards, you will see the diehards there every year. They won't go away. I've 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 seen these faces for, since I know since I don't know since the, the late 90s. It's the same faces both sides at Real Madrid. So the diehards they're, they're always there. So I know I know these people already. But the casuals, ito yung mga you know like they watch they will watch kasi eh, lakas eh or uh, kasi ano maganda yung laban. Maganda laban and you know, championship is on the line, ganyan, then you'll see them back. So I'm not at all worried about some people are like, ah, but you Ateneo Sal hindi na puno, ganyan. Cyclical. I'm old enough to have seen the, you know, the ebb the and flow. cycle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So ngayon now, it's Battle of Katipunan. That's the hottest ticket, di ba? Ateneo UP. Why not? Di ba? There's Kobe Paras, the GBL brothers, ganyan. And so it's fine. But eventually, you know, Ateneo Sal will become the hottest ticket again if you have both teams coming in the game uh, both at uh, 6-0. Yeah. High yeah. hopes for the championship, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, I'm cheering know, I... for Manong Derek, by the way. Uh. I, I, because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I miss, I miss covering Atenela Sal games na may, ano, na may championship uh, uh, yeah. implications. Uh. So, so, yeah, I mean, b- believe it or not, and people will find it weird, but yes, me, the Atenean, I'm cheering for Manong Derek and really, you know, hoping to see, you know, like a LaSalle team that's bibigyan talaga ng sakit ng ulo si Coach Tan. That's going to be fun. Yeah. That's going to make the UAP fun. To be we honest, definitely miss the UAP. Yeah. It's part of our question mamaya, so let's get to it na lang later. But uh, to segue naman, Tito, what's the most memorable Gilas moment? Of course, we've probably all seen it and that's the team that unites the Philippines. Walang Hinebra versus... Magnolia Dito or Ateneo versus Lasal. It's the Philippines against everybody. So, what's the most memorable Gilas moment in your opinion? Ah, that's easy. Uh, so, Gilas beats Korea, the historic mm-hmm. game in Moa. And I was there. We were doing the studio show, the pre-game, halftime, post-game. And in the post-game, so I was on standby with 
Coach Yengiao and Coach Richard De Rosario, and there's like a big crowd uh, surrounding us no, dun sa set. Uh, uh, and then, uh, so we were getting ready to go on air. And then, uh, I don't know what came over me. Uh, just I was just overwhelmed with emotion. I don't know if I saw yung tuwa ng mga tao, that, yung big crowd na nakapalibot sa amin. And I don't, I don't know, I don't know if, if because sakit ako sa buka nila yung happiness nila. But then I... Uh, I uh, I cried. I cried on uh, on live TV just out of uh, happiness, uh, pure and, uh, joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it didn't help when I was looking. So my peripheral vision, no. So on my left, <laughs> I saw Richard, and his eyes were red. That didn't help. <laughs> and then, and then to his left was coaching, and you know coaching, coaching, the badass coaching, and and. <laughs> And Richard and I were looking at coaching and he had tears in his eyes. And wala na. So kung si coaching naluha na, eh, paano pa kaya ako? So I just, <laughs> I just lost it. So yeah. Not gonna uh, I, I did that cry as well. Be, <laughs> uh, that has to be the most, the most memorable, uh, my most memorable Gilas moment. Yeah, let, let's... Um, well, I can still remember that go, game. Go, go to this <laughs> memorable train. Yeah, so Tito Miko... Um, Whenever we have like basketball conversations with um, our titos, I can guarantee that this happens to like 99% of families. Um, whenever we um, basketball is you know being talked about, they always say things like, "Walayon kay Jordan or walayon kay Jawo nung naglalaro pa siya." Si Jawo. So for you. Nababaliyan na naglalaro pa. Oh, so for you, Tito Miko, what are the top basketball? Um, this can be in the NBA or PBA locally. Um, what are the top basketball things that you wish the younger generation would have witnessed? Like, ano yung mga dapat napanood nyo si or dapat um, no, napanood nyo yung ako. moment oh, yeah. yung ganun for you, Tito Miko? Yeah. So, yung share ko is what I went through as a, as a kid. No? Um, So number one, the NBA. The, the reason why I became an NBA fan was because of uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and the Lakers-Celtics rivalry. Because exactly, yun eh. when I was starting to watch, that was the mid '80s, so '84, '85, '86, '87, and and those years, Lakers-Celtics talaga. They were they ruled the NBA. That was the NBA talaga, and. Uh, And then I became a Laker fan because of that. So I, I was cheering for La- Magic Johnson, who was my, fav- my all-time favorite player, Magic Johnson. And then I was cheering for the Lakers against the Celtics. But sobrang bilib din ako kay Larry Bird. That's what the rivalry is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, yeah, I wish, I wish nakita nyo, naramdaman nyo how it was to be part of that Lakers-Celtics rivalry. So when you would go to schools, I was in... Um, Uh, grade school and then going to high school, when you would go to school, dalawa lang klase ng NBA fans nun sa Pilipinas. Either Lakers ka or Celtics ka. So, ganun lang kasimple yun. So, I really wish um, kids now uh, knew how it was to just see two teams na talagang rivals talaga. Uh, and really hated each other. Um, so, yun. And then, um, yeah, you mentioned Jaworski. You know, uh, I... I It's hard to explain what the phenomenon Jaworski was to young people like you. Really, really hard to explain 
when people ask me who is the goat of the PBA, Shepre, you know, you have legit answers like Junmar, of course, with the number of MVP <laughs> trophies, Mon Fernandez with the four MVP trophies, uh, Alvin Patrimonio with four MVP trophies, and so on and so forth. But to me, the PBA goat, uh, and I'm going, am I going to stand by this for you know for forever? It's uh, it's Senator Jaworski. Why? Because no one had his charisma. He was a playing coach, and he you know he was able to make what what 80% of the country cheer for his team. That's charisma, and he was playing well into his late 40s as the playing coach and the point guard of his team. <laughs> so he was like 47, 48. Kalaban niya sila Patrimonio, sila Jojo Lastimosa. It's it, it's insane. It's um, unheard of. It's unheard of. Uh, I don't think it will ever happen again. Um, kind of like, kind of like what LeBron is is doing without the dunks, though, without the <laughs> out of this world athleticism, but just the longevity, the charisma, and then he had these haters. Oh my God, Jawo <laughs> had this hate. If if may social media noon. He might have been the LeBron of that generation, just uh, by the, because it's either you loved him or you hated him, and I loved him because he's never say die, and his his team were un, they were underdogs, and you know, so ano talaga classic classic underdog hero for under an underdog team, and uh, yeah, I wish ano, I wish young people saw that and felt that and went through that the whole Jaworski, Big J, never say die. A phenomenon, and the reason why he never is the most popular team right now is because of him. That's true. That's it. That's it. That's why he never is the most popular team in the PBA. That's because of Barry Jaworski. So yeah, I think those are the two things that I, yeah, I wish uh, young people um, had a chance to experience. You know, to, definitely. To add, sorry, Angelo, to add to Senator Jaworski, you know, there was a weird stat I saw that he led the league in rebounding. He's uh, one of the all-time leading rebounders yeah. of the PBA as a guard. He's, he's not that tall, <laughs> so you people know how Never skilled he was. Um, he knew how to position for rebounds, I guess. Um, if you watch old games, you just know that this guy wouldn't give up no matter what. It's like it's a staple. You just know. I mean, that's how I saw it at least. Pero I, I, I'm not really knowledgeable throughout that era. I mean. I wasn't even conceived yet. So, you know, Tristan, the games are on YouTube. Uh, if if you're if you're on Signal Cable, the classic games are on PBA Rush. Mm-hmm. If uh, on YouTube, you can just search it. All the Hinebra Añejo games from uh, the late '80s all the way to 1997, and you will understand just just look for like a big hinebra game you know like hanapin niyo like puno yung ano any hinebra pure foods game actually hinebra pure foods hinebra san miguel and then puno yung uh, yung venue and then watch it and you will understand why he became a phenomenon i mean definitely yeah. put it on my watch list for sure angela sorry go ahead no um yeah his legacy is unmatched really um kahit you know sinong um who kahit sinong tanongin mo who witnessed that time um they're, they're all praises for Sonny Jaworski and you know Tito Miko is a witness of that 
So yeah, I think Tristan, this is your question. Yeah. Uh, as we said, Kanina, it's it's better when the commentators have chemistry and when they have fun, no? So, but a PBA player as, who might have a future in broadcasting with you, Tito Miko, or who do you think has the potential to come up to the big leagues like PBA, for example, uh, Richard Del Rosario and Ali Peak, and my podcast hero, <laughs> Eric Menk, who probably doing the best podcast about sports in the Philippines now pero who do you think are the next ones up uh like hunch uh, lang no no i some of them i actually have had the chance to either interview them mm-hmm. uh, or talk to them and i'm excited i'm excited uh, for them to get that opportunity to be to become commentators whether it's PBA or, or UAP, um, I, I, and I'm excited for these guys. Uh, I think JJ Helterbrad has a great future in in broadcasting. Uh, Mark Kagiwa as well. I'm not forcing him to retire, but whenever <laughs> that day comes, I think he has a future. Uh, LA Tenorio has a future in you know, and he's actually very interested in in you know being a commentator. Um, so we're helping him out with that. Um, Mm. Other PBA guys, of course, of course, like Joe Devance. Joe Devance is like a natural. <laughs> he's like a yeah, natural, he's funny. natural um, entertainer. Uh, I, I, I think you guys know that I, I work with Bo Belga a lot. So yeah, Bo, extra. Uh, yeah, Bo is is also another natural. You know, he has charisma. He's funny. Um, and and yeah, I mean, I, I, I love working with people who have fun. Who have that sense of humor? Who can analyze, but at the same time, who can who, who don't talk, take themselves too seriously, and don't don't take basketball too seriously. I mean, may may moments that you, you you're serious, but for mo- for the most part, mm-hmm. we're just two two friends sitting beside each other, watching a good game, and nakatawon lang. We're being paid to talk about <laughs> talk about the game. So mm-hmm. let's just let's just have fun. You know, I'm yeah, looking for um, a Bo Belga podcast. No, I saw it on SMB Gutan some basis. And it was, I was pretty young, man. Uh, I was, I think I was buying something from the department store and the elevators opened up. Bro, Bo Belga just ate the entire elevator when he came in. <laughs> I wanted to come in. Papasok ako sana. Nagam papasok na. Sabi niya lang, "Hey, kasapa." Tas Wait, yan. Ang laki nito. Tapos parang sobrang bait niya. Sobrang different kung paano siya maglaro. Nagugulat ako na <laughs> very, very chill. no I mean, I'm looking He's forward to super it. Super chill. He's super chill. Super chill. Like, you think kasi enforcer siya, di ba? Yeah. So, people mm-hmm. think in the game, di ba? Parang nananakit siya. Ang pass and whatever. Ganyan. But we worked with him uh, on the score uh, for exercise, as you mentioned. Worked with him for like a year and The prod staff love working with him. He's a teddy bear. He's I don't know. He's super chill. Yeah, Tito Miko. Well, in in the first part of our episode, you know, you broke down your journey, and I was really in awe. So you know, in terms of the career ladder, um, it's safe to say that you're you're on top. Um, you've seen it all. You've evolved <laughs> over the years in the industry. You know, rode the waves of change perfectly from. TV to the digital age. So I want you to put your Elon Musk 
futurist hat on. Um, and tell us, what do you see in the future of sports media? What do you think will be the future of sports media? And you know, to add to that, uh, I know you get asked a lot, what's your advice to the younger generation? But I want to put the Mamba mentality twist to it and instead ask you, what's your challenge to the younger generation who's up and coming in the sports media industry, Tito Nito? Yeah, that's an, that's an excellent uh, question. Um, well, first of all, well, thank you. Thank you. you. You, I mean, you guys are too kind um, like describing I'm on top or I, I like, like, I think the key to constant improvement is never sort of like feeling that you're on top, that you always need to improve. You always need to learn something new. Uh, so I, I've always like adopted that mindset of always being a student. So even if I've been in this business, I've been in this industry for over 20 years, um, I, uh, I always believe that I have something new to learn, that I have, I have a lot of stuff to learn from people that I work with, uh, whether they're older than me or younger than me. And, in, and, and you know what? Uh, probably in the last five years, I've learned more from the people younger than me just because of the speed of change with technology, social media, um, you know, gadgets, uh, mobile. So I, you know, I, so that's why I, I'm comfortable being a student because I have a lot of things to learn. Tito na ako eh. So mm-hmm. my challenge is to learn what the young people are doing now. And so um, what's next? What's next for sports media? I think it's really about understanding how fan how habits of fans are changing and they're changing fast uh when i was growing up the only way you could watch a game was on tv it's either manunod ka sa tv so simple lang yan yeah you you watch live on tv if it's live sometimes it's not even live so so you watch on tv uh there are there were no replays there was no cable and then there was no internet in the early days of the internet, wala pang YouTube noon. So you have to watch it live. If not, you have to go to the game in person. And then if you missed watching on TV or live, then you have to read the paper, the newspaper, <laughs> the next day. That's it. That's it. Kung masipag ka, so like ako, medyo super fan ako, I would record the games on tape. So that's super fan behavior. And so, but uh, But now... You 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 have like a hundred ways to mm-hmm. to to watch a game, and so it's understanding how fans are watching and consuming sports content, and so it's not just about games; it's about highlights, it's about following athletes on social media, it's watching all the YouTube vlogs, it's it's uh, listening to podcasts like the South Boys uh, podcast. It's there are you know so the fan habits now are broken into so many things. So the challenge now is to make sure that you serve that fan in all those ways. So it's a, whether it's a Tito fan of hanggang ngayon, nope, I'll just not gonna serve or I won't do second screen or I'm not gonna do Twitter, I'll just watch the game. Marami pa rin ganon. But then there are younger fans now na they're watching the game and then they're they're on their you know, they're on their phone they're <laughs> tweeting so that's which is like the you know one of the fun funnest <laughs> things to do 
uh, and then some naman, you know, they keep what they, they'll spend like five hours watching sports on YouTube, old stuff, new stuff, vlogs, old games, so highlights, ganyan. So yeah, so that's the new challenge now. That's a challenge for everybody, for anyone wanting to serve sports content, whether you're a podcaster, a producer, a commentator, a sports network executive, that's your challenge now. How are you going to serve that new fan? And look, my own friends, mga tito rin to, nag-YouTube na rin yung mga yun. So <laughs> it's not like, it's not like parang the only ones who are on digital are the young ones. No, absolutely not. Because the titos and titas, marunong na, marunong na rin mag-Facebook. Mm. <laughs> marunong na rin mag-YouTube. <laughs> Natuto na. So, yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of time. Na talagang every, you know. So Everybody. Parang, so you'll have, I, but look, I think that the, the live game experience of TV will not go away because iba pa rin mm. talaga when you watch like you yeah. know, the big screen and you know, you're all together, ganyan. So, that's not gonna go away. But then you add. You add all the other stuff. You know, like, you know, tweeting during games and listening to podcasts after the game and checking Instagram and checking TikTok. And so, yun. So, parang nagdadagdagala, nagdadagdagan yung fan experience. And so, you you said na parang what's the Mamba mentality challenge? And I remember I I gave a talk to, in fact, it was in La Salle. Oh, I gave uh, a talk to, uh, to student uh, student sports journalists. So I was invited to to give a talk. And then, uh, so this question was inevitably asked. What's my advice to people who are covering sports now for their college papers and what have you? And then if they do want to, you know, have a job after in the sports media business. And, uh, and my advice is figure out how to tell the best sports stories to people where they are. Meaning, where are they hanging out? So find out, where are they hanging out? Are they on YouTube? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Are they on TikTok? Are they watching TV? Uh, do they, are they watching the live stream? And so you figure that out. And once you figure that out, you provide the best storytelling content experience you can provide on those, those platforms. Because it's very, very, very difficult to try and sort of drag a millennial or a Gen Z fan away <laughs> from their mobile phone just to force them to, you know, like consume content on a, let's say, a, you know, like a, a more traditional platform, perhaps. Maybe for, for, some, for some fans that could work, but for emergent fans who are just like on their phones the whole day, that's going to be very challenging. So that's the Mamba mentality challenge. <laughs> How are you going to make that 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 digital fan happy in the next five to ten years? Yeah, that's beautifully said, Tito Miko. And um, I think we're you know over our time limit right now. Yeah, wait, uh, no. Before I'm sorry, I had to I had to think like the future of our podcast. Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I mean, the paisa pa sa sinabi ni Tito Miko, and yeah, I mean you have to think yeah. about it. Like Tristan, so let's say you're, if, if you and Angela are thinking about long-term, what will, what's the future for the South Boys podcast? You can ask your friends. What, they're, if they're sports fans, where are they consuming content? How are they consuming content? And then they'll tell, they'll tell you what you need to know. And when they tell you where they, where they prefer, where they choose, 
to consume content where they want to watch, where they want to listen to sports podcasts, that's your that's your guide. Hmm. That's your guide. The fans are going to tell you where you what you need to do and where you need to go. Tan, um, simulan mo na. Uh, <laughs> Mag-chat mag- mag- na tayo ng mga friends natin. Yeah. Um, before we let you go, Tito Miko, um, it's time to write the last sentence of the last chapter of this episode. Um, it's time for the lightning round. So this is a game we play with all of our guests on the show. So basically, it's a wholesome version of Fast Talk. Ni Boy Abunda. Okay. So wholesome. Wholesome naman to, Tito Miko. Um, we'll ask you a series of questions and you just have to answer it as fast as you can. So, Tito Miko, are you ready? Okay. Ready. <laughs> right. So, first question. Um, What was the last movie you saw, Tito Miko? Ah, last movie. Last movie I saw. Uh, I just watched uh, something on uh, on HBO Go. Uh, I was trying out the app. Uh, oh, gosh. Forgot the title, but it but it was like a war <laughs> movie about Afghanistan and American troops. So uh, it started the what's her, what's his name, the son of Clint Eastwood. Sorry, forgot the title, but that's the last uh, movie. It was last night. Yeah. Wait, I was thinking. Yeah. I saw this a while ago. I think uh, I think I know that. But you know what? Let me let me Google it. <laughs> oh, I think it's a it's a outpost, right? Oh yeah, the outpost. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> Right, second question. First thing you'll do when everything returns to normal. Ooh, first thing I do when everything goes to normal. Watch a movie in the cinema. <laughs> uh, yeah, siguro second na din yung travel, no, Tito Migo. Yeah. Uh, Mas third question. Yun muna, yun muna. Third question. Who will be this season's NBA champions? Oh man, I, I'm I'm really terrible at predictions. I, please do not take you know my predictions seriously. But uh, who? Give me choices. I'll choose. <laughs> Ten uh, choices. No, I'm I'm Lakers. Lang yun lang yung choice ko sa yon tito Miko. Oh, you're okay. you're very optimistic, huh? Lakers. Huh? <laughs> see, that's, uh, uh, that's beyond optimistic. Okay. Uh, Sixers or Clippers. Or the Nets. Oh, nga pala, no? Nets. I forgot. I'm pala sila today. Dami choices, eh. Nets. Dami, yeah, madami. Nets, Sixers. Uh, you have, of course, the Jazz, the Suns. Mm. Um, uh, may Nuggets ka pa dyan. May Clippers ka pa. <laughs> Every playoff uh, team, eh. Parang may chance talaga. You know what? I'm gonna, ano. I will say... Again, don't take this seriously. I have no predictive, <laughs> I have no predictive powers whatsoever. Uh, nuggets. Oof. Wow. Wow. Oof. You heard it here, here first. No, no, no. <laughs> Tito Miko called it. <laughs> I'm just... That's just a random choice. Because I'm an MVPC Jokic, so mm, why not? Maganda rin naman nilalaro ng Nuggets. Why not? Yeah, year. why not? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, next question. What's a game in basketball history that you wish you would have called? Ooh. Oh, it's nice. Mm. Mm. You wish, Tito Miko, ikaw yung commentator doon, di ba? Um, you were like, maybe saying yes, sir, to Jordan's last shot. <laughs> mm. 
1988 uh, Ateneo La Salle Championship game. I wish mm. I covered that. Because that was the first Ateneo La Salle UAAP finals. Wow. Wait, sorry. But who was playing? Uh, you know who was, who was the coach of La Salle then? Manong Derek. Oh, wow. He was the coach of La Salle. And then the players then were Richard De Rosario was a player for <laughs> uh Dickie Bachman, the team manager of Alaska. Uh Jul Limpot was there. Dindo Pomarin was their star player, uh, former coach of LaSalle. Um uh well uh on Ateneo, Ateneo uh, they were coached by Fritz Gaston, the dad of Pongay Gaston. Mm, okay. And then the players were Danny Francisco. Eric oh, actually, he's my neighbor. <laughs> Danny yeah. Francisco. I see him walking <laughs> around there. He's really yeah, tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pag nakita mo si Danny, sabi mo, sabi ko, <laughs> busit siya. Yeah. So, uh, uh, the dad of uh, Harvey Gayoso, uh, JV Gayoso, mm-hmm. was, was part of that team. Uh, yeah, I wish I covered that. Kasi I was second year mm. high school noon eh. So, 88. First, first ever UAP finals ng Ateneo Lasal. Okay, yeah. So, as it currently stands, um, let's say, you know, the UAAP will be returning, you know, and who do you think is the biggest threat to Ateneo for that championship? Hmm. Wow. You know, before the <laughs> pandemic, I would have said UST. It is clearly no uh, longer the case. Uh, sayang. I mean, sayang, that, was, uh, uh, that was a rivalry in the in making. The make, in the making. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so I, don't, I don't know how, how that's going to happen. And then, well, UP, dapat din, but then, you know, they also lost players. They gained mm. some players, but also lost some players. Um, wow. Really unpredictable. I actually have no idea. I actually <laughs> have no idea. Because you have to factor in the year years of inactivity yeah no competition no practice uh, baka yun yung biggest threat no tito nito yung <laughs> yeah i mean but then you know in chaos if if you're gonna if you're gonna dethrone ateneo 2022 is the best time to do it <laughs> mm. 2022 is the best time to do it in times of chaos there's always opportunity so you know habang naka-focus sa ibang bagay mga tao baka may mga secret weapon na pala si Manong <laughs> sa, 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 sa Sana, sana. Pala, diba? So, you never, you never know. You never know. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's, that's what three. sports uh, yeah, exciting. It's the unexpected stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's not not knowing what's gonna na, happen. Oh, next. may magaling pala na player. Oh, ito. Na-recruit pala. Galing pala niyan. That's the best. That's the best part of ano, of sports. Absolutely. Yeah, last three questions, Tito Nico. Um, what's the funniest PBA live moment you witness? <laughs> uh, I guess uh, this is my you know, favorite PBA story. Uh, <laughs> uh, Richard and I were covering a game. And as Tristan knows, pag kami na Richard magkasama, we always want to laugh. We always want to find yeah. something to laugh about. Not laugh at somebody necessarily, but mm-hmm. just we always f- somehow find funny things happening on the court. And so we were covering a game and then we saw a cockroach on the court. <laughs> so, the game, so there was a cockroach. I mean, nag- nagyari na yung pusa, ganyan. I mean, that has happened before. But this first time, Spider-Man nga. Cockroach on the, on the near center court pa. Uh, <laughs> namin, parang, 
uy, may ipis na court. Yeah. May ipis? <laughs> And the game was ongoing, ha? So, may <laughs> ongoing. So, you're saying, uy, sino kaya baka tapak dun sa ipis, di ba? While the game was ongoing. <laughs> And, And, you know, it, it, it's by some miracle, that cockroach survived like four <laughs> fast break. Like, balikan yeah. yun. And these are PBA players. These are big guys. Yeah. Okay? So, uh, balikan, malalaki rin pa nun. Malalaki. That cockroach survived. Mga apat na balikan na gano'n. <laughs> wow, that cockroach is still alive. Just like on live TV. And then, uh, and then parang, finally, somebody commits a foul. So, dead ball, di ba? And the referee, after this cockroach gallantly survived like four fast break opportunities, that referee stepped on this cockroach. During the dead ball. And so, parang no Richard reason. and I were like, wow! Uh, Oh, labas na yung stretcher, ganyan, tawag na yung, ano, PT, whatever, ganyan, whatever. So, but that's, ano, one of the unforgettable moments na amin na parang, okay, that does not happen uh, every day. Uh, so, yeah, last two, beer or wine? Uh, beer. Okay, la- pa, last, di pa, last. Di pa oldie, tito pa talaga. Yung beer, tito pa talaga, pari. Hindi pa yung ano, malalang wine. Hindi ko makaya. Pero pag... Tito, uh, can I ask, anong beer? Uh, any brand that I cannot spell. <laughs> Parang, um, masarap to ah. Yun, yun, yun. Oh, basta hindi ko ma-spell. Mahirap pronounce, mahirap i-spell. That's a good beer brand. <laughs> Last question, Tito Miko. Um, what are your top basketball book recommendations? Hmm. Ah, okay. Oh, exactly. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Uh, my book recommendations would be Breaks of the Game by David Halberstam. Um, uh, any sports book by John Feinstein. Uh, Heaven is a Playground by Rick Tellender. Um, Basketball and Other Things by Shea Serrano. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for mas modern na yun, no? Um, mm. Basketball books lang, no? Just basketball books. Uh, yeah, yeah. Basketball. Anyway, any book. Mm. Okay lang, go lang dito. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, those, those would be ano, easily easily on top of my list. Some um, Most of what I mentioned, they're really old. So, <laughs> medyo, you might need to like, really look for a copy but yeah if whenever people ask go me on twitter parang, mm. yeah my go to books i would definitely recommend those but yung kay Shea Serrano one of the newer ones uh, basketball and other things really excellent uh, yeah that's a good read mm. new new style of sports writing yeah i would highly recommend that yeah um yeah. <laughs> that's that's our episode wow this this has been Really great, Tito Miko. Um, we can't thank you enough for you know yeah. accepting our invite. Um, as we've mentioned, you're second on our list because si LeBron declined. But yun, yeah, yeah, uh, I, really, I know I'm, I'm really like twenty th on the list. No. You, you probably second, second <laughs> turned down by twenty more people, and it's fine. It's okay. It's a it's, it's a privilege to be part of the South Boys podcast. No, no, I think the Angelo got oh, disconnected. Ayun pa na, ano, kung kailan patapos sa tayo. Saka bumigay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, Tito Miko, thank you again. Um, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Honestly, it's one of the most 
enlightening episodes we've ever had. We've had 50. And by far, this was the most fun I've had. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, ladies and gents, thank you for listening. And we out. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going.